Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, and good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm very glad to be with you yet again tonight. Again, we're going to pause just for a few minutes for Facebook to notify people that we are live uh, doing Travel Tips Tuesday tonight. We've got a lot of cool things to cover, so hang on just a second. If you are hopping on tonight on Travel Tips Tuesday, please uh, like the post, share it, uh, say hello, wave, let me know that you can hear me because we've had some technical difficulties in the past few weeks. I know the shot's not framed up quite the way, you know, kind of evenly right now. Um, but I had a couple of things we were working on to get it taken care of tonight. Uh, we should be good to go. So, welcome. It is Travel Tips Tuesday. It is February the 18th, 2020. And tonight, we are going to dig down into the artful and majestic World Showcase Pavilion of China. But first, I have an awesome announcement to make. That is this. Uh, we're going to start featuring every week um, the power of story. And the power of story is as, as illustrated through memories and as illustrated through travel and how travel can be a very impactful, um, very impactful uh, way to create memories that last a lifetime. You know, things that keep people, you know, continuing to do family traditions year after year, like around the holidays and birthdays and graduations and weddings and, you know, even funerals and other things. Those sort of special things that you uh, and your families do that kind of, you know, create a, a bond, you know, that only you and those closer to you can understand. Um, and I think one of the best ways to do that is through travel. Uh, because when you remove yourself from the regular hustle and bustle of life, uh, from the stress of life, whether it's a job or, uh, hey, Diana, uh, whether it's a job or whether it's just, you know, stuff that you're dealing with back home and you go somewhere, you get away. You get away from all that stuff, and maybe you have to intentionally unplug from technology. Um, you begin to be able to uh, give yourself the opportunity to create some really cool memories and opportunities um, that that allow you just to relax and allow you to bond with the people that are closest to you and closest around you. So that's why I recommend when you go on a vacation, switch off as much as possible. It is hard for me to do that uh, personally. I have to be very intentional about it, about switching my phone to do not disturb and putting those email away notifications on and knowing that the world will not end if you don't answer those emails and Facebook messages and text messages and phone calls and, you know, carrier pigeons and smoke signals, however people contact you these days. Um, you know, you have to protect your time. You have to protect your boundaries, especially when you go on vacation to relax and to refuel and to recharge because we all need that um, and I really think I really think that some of the stories some of the things that happen uh, when you're on a trip can be very impactful and that's one of the things that why moving forward uh, we're going to take some time to intentionally uh, focus on uh, this idea I'm going to be collecting stories with permission uh, to share on Travel Tips Tuesday we'll change names if we need to uh, but to illustrate the power of story and why travel can be such an impactful thing in your life and the life of people around you. Um, and kind of my personal take on that idea and, and why I was motivated to, to focus, on this, focus on this 
uh, in the first place. One of the reasons why is that I'm part of an awesome mastermind group run by this guy named Terry Weaver, who's really amazing. Uh, he does a great job at facilitating creatives like myself uh, and several other people across different disciplines um, to give them an opportunity to kind of come together and uh, learn from each other, sharpen each other's skills. And yes, we're from a wide variety of backgrounds. We are not all the same kind of person. We are not a cookie cutter, you know, style of individual. Uh, we're from a variety of different backgrounds. We're from literally all over the country. Uh, and we meet together virtually uh, once every two weeks. We met together last night. Um, and kind of this idea of the power of story and how we're going to be breaking it down was very much inspired by a conversation uh, we had last night. And if you're Alpha Team, absolutely, um, Diana is on the uh, is on the is part of the Mastermind Alpha Group. And if you're curious about that, you're like, what is a Mastermind? What is an Alpha Group? What is a Terry Weaver? Um, Terry runs an amazing um, an amazing you know kind of part of his business called mastermind groups but he also does a thing called the thing hence the shirt kind of shameless plug um and the thing is an amazing conference for creatives for entrepreneurs uh for people that just want to dream uh beyond you know what they think that they're capable of uh, to kind of give themselves practical tools and you know also you know if you're like i don't know how to dream you know i've got this idea i don't know how to get there well, you know, this is a great place to go because you will learn how to get permission to dream by immersing yourself around other people that are amazing dreamers. I mean, think of it this way. Um, you know, whenever I travel to South America, um, Spanish comes back to me like this. Now, I can't full, you know, form a full, full sentence from, you know, start to finish. Uh, hey, Alicia, I can't, I can't form a full sentence from start to finish. Um, you know, on my own, something really complex, but I can understand it, you know, and I can say real basic things, um, but it just sort of comes back. So as you immerse yourself, uh, your behaviors, your knowledge, the things that you experience yourself with will change. So I'm kind of getting a little philosophical and off track tonight, but the whole point of all this is if you want to grow, if you want to expand yourselves, if you want to dream a little bit and be inspired and, and, and come up with really cool things like Travel Tips Tuesday uh, or become a travel agent or... Um, if you're an artist or speaker or, or whatever it is and, and grow uh, in your discipline, come to the thing. It is in May in Orlando, the main thing. Um, you may have a chance to hear from some former Walt Disney company executives, like the former vice president of the Magic Kingdom who's been there, like the former vice president of operations for all of Walt Disney World who's spoken there uh, before. Um, also, there's this little company called Premier Productions, uh, that runs this little tour called Winter Jam. Uh, that one of the owners of that company has been there. Um, the very last ringmaster, a guy by the name of Jonathan Iverson, uh, who was the very last ringmaster of Barnum and Bailey Circus, who will actually be in my hometown this week, uh, doing a, a not Barnum and Bailey because they're not doing shows anymore, but a, a different smaller circle circus. Uh, he'll be in town um, serving in that role, and it will really, really be a cool thing. You get to hear all these really neat people. Right, really neat people. Oh, and by the way, if you want to hang out with a a real live Walt Disney Imagineer who had the chance to meet Walt Disney himself uh, as a child and hear that story, uh, you'll get to meet him uh, as well uh, if you come to the thing. So a lot of really cool things. Uh, go to I forgot to put this uh, in the in the comments or excuse me in the description, but if you go to the thing live, uh, you'll be able to uh, find out more information about that or just message me um, because I do know that that website is being updated right now. 
uh, for this year's event. Uh, but if you have questions about that, if you're like, whoa, can't afford that, whatever, um, there are some discounts available, I believe, and we'd love to get you hooked up with that. So um, not, you know, I'm not, not 100% sure that I'm going this year, so, but I want to make sure you know you have an opportunity for that. So that's my little shameless pitch for that tonight. Again, um, we're talking about the power of story on Travel Tips Tuesday. It's going to be an amazing time. I would love to hear your stories. If you have something that you want to share, a travel experience, a travel memory, something that just sort of resounding in you that has helped shape part of who you are, that has helped get you through some of the bad times, or just maybe a really neat experience. Or maybe you have um, a story where you saw a Disney cast member sprinkle some pixie, some pixie dust in an unexpected way. I mean, those kinds of things. This is not just a Disney travel story, uh, you know, share time. It's any travel memory that you may have. So, um, again, we're going to be collecting stories, so reach out to me if you have one. I may be reach out, reaching out to you uh, to hear more. And, and, again, that question of the day is what is your favorite travel memory? So what is your travel, favorite travel memory? So if I hear you... You know, if you message that in the comments here, um, that's just kind of you giving permission for me to kind of share that. So again, if you put one in there, just let me know, and um, I'll uh, I'll share that out. So, like, share this stream, let other people know what's going on. Um, you know, hit the like, the heart button, the angry face. If what I say makes you angry, the laughing face or the crying face. If you get really emotional, I don't know, um, but. We'd love for you to share this with some other folks. Also, make sure you like this uh, and review it on Apple Podcasts. This will help reach a wider podcast audience. I'm not currently sponsored. I'm not currently exploring that or pursuing that uh, or even pursuing a Patreon group at this point. Um, but I want to make sure that other people have an opportunity to connect with Travel Tips Tuesday, hear more uh, of what we're all about. So you're probably wondering, John, when are you going to get to the content for tonight? And that time is right now. So... Again, we are talking about the Artful and Majestic World Showcase Pavilion of China. We're taking, we took a left turn um, around the World Showcase uh, Lagoon, Pond, Lake, Ocean, whatever you want to call it. And we went by Mexico, we went by Norway. Now we are over at China. And it is an absolutely uh, beautiful, beautiful pavilion. Lots of great, amazing detail. And one of the things you may or may not know about a lot of the pavilions at World Showcase is that Disney didn't just, you know, hire some Imagineers and say, all right, go build some pretty things in Epcot. Uh, what they did is they actually, uh, in many cases, teamed up with the governments of these particular countries. And they had experts in architecture from these particular countries partner with Imagineers uh, to come up with the, you know, kind of landscape and overall feel uh, and, and focus of these particular uh, pavilion. So um, there's a lot of really neat detail and I've actually shot some videos. I'm putting together some things to kind of intro uh, myself and my travel services and things like that. Uh, so you'll be seeing some of that and a lot of that was done around uh, World Showcase. So you'll get to see a lot of that detail. Um, and if you haven't been to Epcot in a while at Walt Disney World, it's high time you go. Definitely not a park you want to skip. So as we dig into um, as we dig into the China Pavilion tonight, again, we're going to cover dining, we're going to cover attractions, and we're going to also cover something that I like to call uh, hidden gems. But before we do that, some folks have been commenting, and I would like to see who has been commenting. And Diana and Alicia are at it tonight, kind of letting me know what is going on in there. Diana says, you need a thing ticket, and you do. Um, she's saying that to Alicia, but really anybody that's hearing this needs a thing ticket 
Um, and it will be uh, a great experience. Alicia says her last trip to Animal Kingdom, which was very Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, which was very recently. I actually know some folks that are there now. Um, also to, to Boardwalk, um, you know, were absolutely amazing experiences, and they were. So I can't wait to hear more about that. Alicia's already shared a little bit about her story and her recent trip, um, and would love to uh, would love to hear more about that. Alicia says yes, there is a lot of it. There is a lot of construction at Epcot. Um, I had the, see, had the chance to see some of that back in November. But one of the really cool things about construction is this. Whenever I see it, it was one of Walt Disney's favorite things. Construction means progress. It means things are changing. It means things are getting better. It means things are being molded and shaped and experienced for something new. Uh, for something else to come down. So when you see that... Uh, for me, at least, it's inspiring to see construction, to see those walls. Like, Disney doesn't just put up, you know, orange construction fence and concrete barriers and call it a day. No. They'll put up these very ornate wooden walls. Um, they'll, you know, be plastered with things on the side. They'll have inspirational Walt Disney quotes um, and a number of different things. Alicia does say go to the back entrance of Epcot, which is called the International Gateway. Um, it's, over there, it's over there by the Skyliner Station at Epcot. Uh, which is a super easy way to get in. So if you're staying at one of the Skyliner Resorts, hop off, go in that way, uh, right by the France Pavilion, and you will have a great time. Super easy to get in. So uh, let's talk about dining in the China Pavilion. Uh, Nine Dragons Chinese Cuisine. This is the table service restaurant at Epcot. Uh, it is not one of the most uh, popular table service restaurants at Epcot. Uh, this is not to say it's bad. It's not. Uh, there are just some that people like better. So if you're looking for a place to kind of you know relax your feet a little bit, uh, to get a good meal because the food is good there, uh, check out Nine Dragons in the Chinese Pavilion. You can sometimes get a last-minute reservation there. Um, so you can pull that up on the My Disney Experience app in your account. Uh, at Nine Dragons Chinese Cuisine, you can savor contemporary Chinese cuisine and amid ornate wood carvings. Uh, traditional lanterns and exquisite glass artwork. So again, there's that detail that I'm talking about. You can see a lot of that um, in, even inside this just this one restaurant. Um, it's not just like your typical run-of-the-mill, hole-in-the-wall Chinese restaurant you might pop into off the highway after church one day. Um, it is it's a pretty cool place. So I highly suggest going by there. Um, and then next is the Lotus Blossom Cafe, which is their quick service restaurant. Uh, when I was um, in uh, Walt Disney World for the Travel Mason Treat back in January, um, I met three other agents for dinner there uh, one night as I was kind of exploring uh, Epcot. I think I did the equivalent of a half marathon at Epcot that day. I think it was like 13.2 miles total that I walked at Epcot. Uh, somehow just, again, getting video, walking, meeting people, touring things, learning about the youth education programs and a number of different things. Um, it, was, it was a long day, but a great day that ended uh, over there at Lotus Blossom Cafe. Uh, the food was really tasty. Uh, at this particular place, you can chow down on Chinese favorites like pot stickers, egg rolls, orange chicken, a favorite of mine, uh, shrimp fried rice, beef noodles, and more. Uh, then you can take your taste buds on a trip with some ginger ice cream, and that is a very unique treat. So if you don't like ginger, you may not like ginger ice cream. Um, and then some other uh, delicious beverages that uh, are kind of unique to China. Um, and again, the cuisine that you're going to enjoy at Nine Dragons and Lotus Blossom is not traditional, uh, what you might call traditional Chinese food. Um, Chinese food is such a broad term. So you may see uh, this description that it's pan-Chinese or pan-Asian cuisine. So it's kind of representative of a lot of, of that particular area with an Americanized twist. Uh, on it because they want 
know, things to be palatable for the guests and people that are visiting. Um, you know, you, you can find some interesting things. Like last week, we talked about some of the things that you can have in Norway, uh, especially at Akershus, uh, the, the Norwegian restaurant there. It's a mixture of, of American and Norwegian fare. Um, but there's a lot of really cool things that you can experience in China, too. So check it out. Next, we're going to move over towards attractions. There's not a lot of attractions that are in the... Um, that, that are in the China Pavilion, but there are some that you know it's th that are definitely worth taking your time. Um, it's one where if you're looking to kind of take a break from the hustle and bustle of moving from one fast pass to another and one dining reservation to another, and you're just looking for something just to kind of take it easy, the China Pavilion is a great place to go. You know, I love the location of where it is. Um, it's right next to the Norway Pavilion where Frozen Ever After is. Um, a very popular ride. So again. Hop off over Frozen Ever After and walk over toward, towards the China Pavilion and just take a look, see what's around you. Because there's some really, 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 really cool things uh, that are there. Uh, the first thing I'm going to mention is this, Reflection of China. Um, journey through ancient and modern China during a spectacular 14-minute Circle Vision 360-degree film. So this is what... Um, some of the uh, country pavilions at Epcot are known for, these 360 films, they have these special cameras, um, and you can actually, they're, they're kind of, they're not quite IMAX cameras because the screens are not that big, but they're in that, they're made in that sort of style, if you've ever seen what an IMAX camera look like, uh, looks like. These particular cameras um, are actually mounted on helicopters. Um, you can look them up on the internet, and there, it's literally a series of cameras that are shooting all around you, and a series of projectors that are projected those images, and they're seamless. Um, and it's really, really neat. Like, if you've seen those 360 photos that you can do, uh, like on iPhones, or, you know, that are posted on Facebook, and that kind of thing. It's like that, but in very crisp, uh, high-quality video with an awesome narration. It takes you through a lot of the history, the culture, uh, the scenery, the, you know, the food, all these different things of China. Uh, it's pretty educational. Um, so, uh, you know, if, if that's your thing, if you're the museum-going kind of person, you would really enjoy it. Again, great place to go in, catch some AC for a little bit, cool down if it's warm in Florida, which never happens, right? No, just kidding. Um, but seriously, it's a great place to go in. These videos are playing all day long, um, so it's not something really you have to have a fast pass for, per se. I would definitely not, you know, would 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 definitely not put that as like, oh, I've got to do this on my schedule. But it's one of those things where if you've got some time, definitely go and do it. Take, check it out. I don't think you will you'll regret it. The next thing, and this is one of my favorite things um, at Epcot World Showcase. You know, I love um, I love the street performers that are out there. Um, my friend, Disney Imagineer McNair Wilson, I alluded to him earlier. He'll be at The Thing in May. Um, he was co-creator of the Tower of Terror along with director Mel Brooks. Um, he, he coined the term Downtown Disney. Uh, and when the name was changed to Disney Springs at Walt Disney World, didn't make him very happy. So he just started putting springs on the names of everything. Um, the Thing Springs, you know, whatever. Uh, so, because there's Coronado Springs, there's Disney Springs, there's other kinds of springs, I'm sure, hot springs, I don't know. Anyway, uh, McNair is a really cool guy, uh, has a real heart for, um, for creativity, for inspiring creativity in other people, for encouraging them. And he gave me the opportunity to kind of come alongside him. And the whole point of uh, come alongside him last year and kind of get to know him a little bit. The whole point of, of me sharing all of this whole spiel is this. He came up and coined a term um, called streetmosphere. And streetmosphere is this idea that you have actors and people that are playing uh, characters or playing you know, timepieces in a way where they allow you to be immersed in a particular world, be immersed in a particular um, you know, time 
uh, in life or a particular situation, and they're interacting with you, and they're making you feel a part of that. Um, he was part of something called SAC Theater that he helped found and start for a long time that had a huge presence at Epcot earlier on. Um, and there are certain smatterings uh, and, and echoes of that that are still going on. And one of those uh, kind of are the Jewel Dragon Acrobats. Now, uh, McNair himself, if you know him, he is not the most flexible guy in the world. Um, again, he's, he's a hilarious, really fun guy to talk to. Uh, but the Jewel Dragon Acrobats are Chinese acrobats um, that where you can go and marvel at a vibrant, vibrant display of artistry and skill when these energetic acrobats perform. They'll use props, they'll use you know springboards, seesaws. They will astound you, they'll tumble, they'll twist, they'll flip, they'll leap. And you can watch as they take the ancient art form to literally new heights. Uh, so they will be tumbling all over the place and they will engage the audience. Um, they are a lot of fun to watch. And it's one of those things where their performances um, kind of go on a little bit. They're very popular at night, especially just because of the way they're lit up. You know, people walk by and they're like, oh, what's that? It's a show going on. You know, it gives you that feeling of sort of a street show, but, you know, there's, it's, it's a performance. And, you know, these folks are, you know, officially there and they are Chinese acrobats and they do an absolutely amazing job. It's beautiful. It's artistic. Um, it's something that kids will love, young and old. Um, really uh, an all-ages sort of experience uh, at Epcot at the China Pavilion. So maybe you'll have dinner like I did over at the Lotus Blossom uh, Cafe or at Nine Dragons, and you'll pop outside and see a little bit of Chinese acrobatics. It's a really neat thing. So uh, one of the things that we're about to talk about um, tonight are these hidden gems. And I like to talk about hidden gems, especially at Epcot, because there are a lot of them. They're all across Walt Disney World. Um, but Epcot is one of those places where if you intentionally slow down enough, you're going to begin to notice a lot of sort of hidden elements around the park um, that will draw you in, um, that, will, that will really create a very magical experience for you um, and leave you wanting to come back, regardless if there's construction uh, or not, or regardless if your favorite attraction is down or not for refurbishment or other reasons. Occasionally that does happen. Um, or regardless of the season, because, you know, Epcot is one of those places where there's a lot of seasonal uh, festivals and celebrations. We had a whole conversation one night about that. And, you know, there's always something going on at Epcot. Right now it's the Festival of the Arts. And, you know, in a couple of months we'll be deep in the heart of a flower and garden festival, which is an amazing thing. Um, and, then, and then in the fall we have the International Food and Wine Festival. There are lots of different things that go on uh, at Epcot. But again, slow down. Notice the detail. You will absolutely love it. And one of the things that I can do is your travel planner without charging you anything extra, you know, again, no extra cost, is this. I can walk alongside you and kind of point out some things before you even get there. You know, allow you to start your journey uh, towards your destination, be it Disney, a cruise, a land tour, an all-inclusive, um, you know, maybe just somewhere, Hawaii, I don't know. You're looking to go switch off. Uh, I can allow you to start your vacation then by learning about some of those details by learning about some of those little uh, idiosyncrasies about your trip that will allow you to have a different experience you know some people go to hawaii to go sit in a beach chair outside i mean you could go to you could go to the west coast to do that you could go to florida to do that uh, there are a number of places in the continental united states that you can go sit in a beach chair um, but you know again there's little things that you can go and notice um, some really neat things that you can get excited about that you can continue to learn about before you even get there um, so you can go and experience them Full. Have a conversation, you know, with the people that work in these particular places. 
you know, impress them with your base knowledge uh, and ask them some cool things because you, as you engage the people around you, it will create more of a cohesive experience to allow you uh, to dig deeper into not only what you're there to experience, what you're, what you're there to learn, what you're there to enjoy, but also the people around you. Um, they'll be dialed in like, what is this person saying? What are they talking about? This is really neat. You know, whatever the case may be. You know, one of my favorite things about going to Hawaii, and I've not been to Hawaii in years, a long time. I would love to take my family there. As a child, I had a chance to go a couple of different times. But one of my favorite things about Hawaii today um, is Kona coffee. Absolutely love Kona coffee. I really want to go to a Kona coffee plantation someday. If you've been there, very jealous of you. Don't tell me. I might get a little angry. Just kidding. I won't. I'll be jealous though. Um, the Dole uh, Pineapple Plantations um, that are there, a lot of the different hiking spots that are there. Uh, of course, the, the Pearl, Pearl Harbor uh, kind of Museum Memorials over the USS Arizona um, that are there. Um, and also, like one of those little sort of hidden things that's sort of quirky about Hawaii is their fascination with this little meat called Spam. If you've ever heard of it, I don't really understand it. Not a big fan of this stuff, but apparently it's a, it's a thing for Hawaiians. So uh, if, if you're Hawaiian, if you've been there or you get that, please explain it to me because... Uh, because I want to know, you know, not, not saying that to offend anybody, uh, but I would love to, would love to know about that. So, uh, again, as your travel planner, I can help you learn little things about that to ask questions, to know where, uh, you can kind of step up and step in and lean into your travel experience where you can create some lasting memories, not get over obsessed about the details when you're there, but just enjoy yourself. And that's kind of the point of it. So my travel planning services are free. Feel free to reach out to me here on my personal Facebook page. Uh, or also over on my business face, Facebook page as well. Um, so Chris Perrin says, we've been every year for at least a day or two uh, for several years. That's awesome. So Alicia says, ooh, I grew up eating Spam. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Um, anyway, so Hidden Gems, House of Good Fortune. Every, um, every Disney uh, World Showcase Epcot Pavilion has some sort of gift shop. Uh, has some sort of you know, gift shop, some sort of thing where you can go and buy stuff, right? But if you want to buy stuff, you want to have little things that you can remember your experience by. Well, one of the cool things about the gift shops at the pavilions at Epcot is they, they actually sell a lot of things that are from those specific countries. That if you wanted to get it anywhere else outside of Epcot in the States, you're going to have to find a specialty shop. You're going to have to buy it on eBay. You're going to have to order it international, whether it's candy, whether it's you know specific uh, you know clothing items or little souvenir trinkets or jewelry or whatever the case is. Um, you're going to have a hard time finding some of those things that are sold at those stores elsewhere. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, you could very easily trick somebody into thinking that you actually went to China if you bought something from the House of Good Fortune. Um, this is a basically a series of stores that are kind of sandwiched together uh, that sell a number of different things for kids, for adults, everybody in between. Again, food items, trinkets, clothing items, uh, you know, jewelry, accessories, stuff like that. So uh, be on the look for, look out for that. And you know, of course, there's some sort of Disney five things that are in there too um, that will you know leave you kind of with some memories of that to kind of take home. Uh, the next thing is the refreshment cool post. So just, again, exactly what it sounds like. Uh, a place to uh, get a little bit of refreshment. And this particular place is a hidden gem because it is not actually in the China Pavilion. You're probably saying, well, why are you talking about this if it's not in the China Pavilion and that's what you're talking about tonight? Well, the reason why I'm talking about it is this. I'm talking about it because there are two things in between the China Pavilion and the next pavilion um, that we'll get to next week. And, you know, as you take a left out of the China Pavilion around the you know, World Show Showcase Lagoon, 
Um, you'll see this little refreshment stop where you can get, you know, just a cold drink or whatever, Coke, water, that kind of thing, um, to kind of hydrate yourself, to kind of give you a little bit more pep to continue out in your day. And they have this little place called the Village Traders Jungle and Safari Gifts. Now, this is the kind of thing that sounds like it would belong at Animal Kingdom. You know, one of the other uh, one of the other major theme parks at Walt Disney World. Um, but this has been kind of one of those sort of often talked about mysteries of of Epcot, this sort of world showcase area. You know, is Disney because there's 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 enough space right there behind this area to put in another full country pavilion. Um, you know, many of you know that there, you know Disney did not max, did not max out the space for pavilions. Um, around World Showcase. We mentioned this last week when I mentioned the Ratatouille attraction that goes next to France. So um, there are a lot of you know spaces around the World Showcase Lagoon to add in additional countries. And many people think that this is one spot where one will be one day. And I would not be surprised. I don't think Disney is done adding in countries because there are a lot of other cultures and a lot of really cool places to represent uh, that would be really neat to see uh, at Walt Disney World around World Showcase. So give another another reason for people uh, to come and to visit the spot. So check out the Refreshment Cool Post and Village Traders Jungle and Safari Gifts. Again, our question of the day was, uh, what is your favorite travel memory? Hey, JR. Um, I'm going to kind of scroll back through and see what uh, what's what and who's commented. Uh, you really can't have a bad time unless you're a surly teenager, but I plan ahead. JR is a surly teenager, so that's kind of ironic that he turned <laughs> tuned in right now. Brazil, yes. Alicia, last week on Travel Tips Tuesday, um, we talked about the speculation that Brazil very well may be uh, one of the countries that is added, uh, that was talked about in D23 this past year, which is the um, kind of Walt Disney fan event, official Walt Disney uh company fan event that happens you know roughly every couple of years uh or so it was in anaheim this past year uh, i'm not sure where it's going to be next time um but again there's always big announcements that are, that are made at those events um and you know i, I really think that one's going to happen eventually maybe one of those things where you know it's announced for the walt disney world's 50th anniversary which is coming up next year so uh other things that are in here and i'm, I'm broadcasting from my phone so if i'm a little too close i apologize um yeah, so a lot of people just kind of commenting what's going on. Um, yeah, a lot of cool things going on. People talking about spam and booking trips to Walt Disney World and Disney Springs and coming to the thing. So, again, please come to the thing. It's a great time. You'll get to hang out with a lot of really awesome people and make some cool friends. It's a great experience. So, please share with me what's your tra favorite travel memory. And, again, what I'm going to do on Travel Tips Tuesday, um, starting probably next week, is this. Uh, I'm going to be sharing stories from people. You know, it won't be three to five minutes max. Uh, I may even invite people on from time to time to share uh, a memory, a bit, a story that they want to that they want to provide. Um, so, you know, if that's you and that's something you want to do, please let me know. Um, this is not a John exclusive show. Uh, way long time ago, when I first started doing this, and I went back and looked, um, I was on iTunes as I was putting in the the iTunes. Um, Apple, excuse me, Apple Podcast link for the show so people would know where to go for reviews. Uh, I dropped that in there and then it said like 42 episodes available or something like that. And it was hard for me to believe that I've been podcasting this for 42 episodes. I've actually been doing this Facebook Live uh, more than twice as long as that. So uh, I may eventually backtrack one day and start putting some of the older ones pre-podcast pre uh, on there for people to listen to. Um, but 
anyway, so it's a lot of fun. You know, I do this. This is not sponsored. Um, it's kind of part of my travel business in a way, but really it's just meant to help people and give people uh, some travel advice to help them plan amazing uh, magical trips, hassle-free trips, hassle-free trips. My number one goal when coming alongside of people is to get to know them. You know, finding out where their heartbeat is, what they like, what they dislike. You know, if they have any allergies or specific needs that we need to pay attention to. If they're celebrating anything special. Uh, I'm not, right out of the gate, I'm not going to offer you the most expensive option because that's not right for everybody. Um, I'm not going to start quoting you, you know, moment one, unless you know exactly the dates, the place that you want to go and all that kind of stuff. You know, even so, I'm still going to ask you questions to find out what's going on to make sure um, that uh, we cater to you and your needs and the purpose for your trip. Because everybody has a different reason for going, be it Disney, be it Universal, a cruise, an all-inclusive land tours, um, you know, Antarctica, uh, Alaska, um, Asia, Hawaii, uh, Mexico, South America, Europe, uh, wherever that may be. So. Uh, please let me know. I would love to talk to you about that and love to talk to you about the travel planning. I don't charge anything extra. If you're planning a group trip, whether it's with a school uh, or another large organization or a company, or you're looking to do some training in a new place to inspire creativity in your employees, consider doing a group cruise. Uh, fun fact, a lot of cruises will provide group meeting space for free at no additional charge for your groups that come on board. Um, so again, and, and you'll get some free onboard credit for the people that book, and you will save money because you'll be getting group uh, booking rates most of the time. So that's one of the groups that I booked recently on Royal Caribbean um, had the chance to do that. They had free meeting space on board. They got you know free uh, onboard you know amenities like the group meeting space and, and a number of other things. So I would love to work with you on that. Again, don't charge anything extra for those services. If you have questions about that and how that works, please message me. Um, you know, like this post, some, drop something in the comments. Uh, and let me know. Uh, again, thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. If you do have any questions, please message me. Um, you know, get to me later. Alicia says, Adventures by Disney. Absolutely. Uh, Adventures by Disney uh, is something that I do as well. It, that is one of the sort of amazing uh, life, once-in-a-lifetime kind of experiences for some people. Adventures by Disney has the number one guest satisfaction rating out of any Disney destination worldwide. Let me say that again a little bit slower. Adventures by Disney has the number one guest satisfaction rating out of any Disney destination worldwide. That includes the theme parks, that includes the cruise line, that includes the resort in Hilton Head, uh, in Vero Beach, the one over in Hawaii. Um, again, any of, the, any of the theme park destinations uh, worldwide uh, in Asia and the States and Europe. Um, Disney, Disney destinations is an incredible uh, part of the Walt Disney Company that encompasses all those things. And Adventures by Disney is number one, the cream of the crop, because they provide once-in-a-lifetime personalized opportunities to encounter uh, places like um, like Versailles that I've mentioned before, where you can essentially get a fast pass-like experience um, to, to see different parts of it in a different way, to bypass a lot of the stress, um, and to bypass a lot of the, the, the hubbub of, of the real touristy areas, to still allow you to see a lot of the things that draw people there, but to not have to deal with a lot of the stuff. Uh, of, of getting there in the first place. You'll have two amazing Adventures by Disney guides that will walk alongside of you, uh, that'll be with you every step of the way. A lot of your meals, uh, a lot of your in-country transportation is already taken care of from getting from one place to another. And one of the really cool things I like about this is people think about, well, you know, the whole thing's pre-planned for me. I don't like that. Well, what Adventures by Disney does is they actually build in 
Um, they, they build in flex time, essentially, I'll just call it that, flex time, where you can kind of explore the area a little bit. So not every single meal is scheduled. Not every single thing is scheduled. Uh, you can still have opportunity to go eat at a restaurant or dine at a cafe or explore, you know, a, a coffee shop or something, if that's your thing. Um, so please consider uh, consider checking that out. It's a great experience. They do have some adults-only options. They have some family options as well uh, all over the world, uh, including in various parts of the U.S. They even have some adventures by Disney, short escapes in some of the theme parks, um, and some things that they do in conjunction with Disney Cruise Line uh, as well. So Adventures by Disney, would love to talk about that. Again, it's an amazing thing. So thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. I promise you this time uh, we are closing up. Uh, I will be on my computer shortly. If you do have any additional questions, feel free to message me or drop something in the comments. And we'd love to talk to you more about travel. Um, my name is John. Again, this is Travel Tips Tuesday, and we'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.